Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Mike, hold on there. Back in a second. <laughs> oh, he seemed to have left the building. I don't know if anybody could hear what I was listening to there. Um, let's take that, never forget. Uh, we're probably going to cut that because the um, they probably have rights and stuff. He's walked back in. He's got a he's got his uh, hat on backwards. He's got a camouflage uh, sort of t shirt on. Um, which is a little bit dodge, I'm not going to lie to you. Um, it kind of camouflages any man boobs. Not that he has any, because he's a very healthy and fit man. Mike, uh, you're, you're wearing, where are you wearing? Are you wearing your fleece again? Uh, I'm always wearing fleece. I pretty much dress 100% in plastic. It's the Keith Walsh Podcast. It's essential like your breakfast. It will get you up and going, there's the things you didn't know, yeah, it's the Keith Walsh Podcast, it's the Keith Walsh Podcast, give you energy like buck fast, and if your head's in a pickle or you're looking for a giggle, it's the Keith Walsh Podcast, yeah. Excuse me, I have to, use, I have to uh, move the mic, sorry, this is going to be a bit bumpy. Never forget where you're going from. There's a bit of chat going on in the background there. Bit of chat. No, just say it. It's not a problem. I'm not giving out. Just say See you now. I think she might have thought I was giving out about the chat going on in the background, but I wasn't giving out about the chat going on in the background at all. Um, that podcast is up with my chat with Sean Downey. Oh, that's funny. <clears throat> I just put it up. And uh, he's very good at promoting stuff, so he's got he's he's retweeted and everything before he even managed to put up the clip. But anyway, uh, how are you? It is uh, today is the second. That's the month, <laughs> February. Someday I'll get it right. Twenty second of the second, twenty twenty one. I'm putting up our my second podcast of the evening. It's a chat with my friend Mike. We do one every weekend. This weekend was Saturday midday. Had a little chat, me and Mike. And uh, yeah, it was quite rambly and good and enjoyable, and and yeah, we talked about uh, Shania Twain again. It's funny actually, <laughs> you know, when you start talking with somebody and then they're everywhere. I must tell Mike this on um, Saturday, but I was listening to a podcast that I like called the Adam Buxton podcast, and uh, he started talking about Shania Twain, but like totally randomly. In the outro to his podcast, they records. He's usually on a walk with his dog. And it's uh, his his chat, his conversation interview was with Roisin from Maloko. And uh, anyway, at the end, 
he was he does an outro where he's walking the chat had finished and he was walking along with his daughter and the dog and the daughter said oh what's this picked up a CD and there he was like what CD is it and she was like it's Shania Twain <laughs> I was like what the fuck she's trolling me and it was her album Come On Over I think it's called um, and I was like what the fuck what what I can't go near without Shania Twain trolling me Roshan Murphy of course from a local I was trying to think I was trying to pretend like I hadn't forgotten Roshan's surname now uh, brilliant interview actually if you're interested if you like Roshan or you like Adam or if you like both of them it's really good the Adam Buxton uh, podcast with Roshin Murphy out now uh, we talked about Shania Twain we talked about Mike's Gardens his fartichokes um, we talked about oh what he bought for his wife for her birthday very interesting gift if you think you can top that for an interesting gift given or received uh, it's keithwashpod at gmail.com that's the email address and also we talked about our big cartoon project which you might be able to get involved in if you want to give us a few quid, that'd be great. Thank you very much. It's basically us getting a, po- a cartoon made of the podcast. I might have mentioned it before, which I want you guys to pay for. It's <laughs> just diabolical. Anyway, that's it. A uh, brief intro today because I want to get it up and get it out and get to bed. I uh, hope you enjoy it. Um, and I'll be back with a little bit of podcast chat. Not much. After this, it is episode 71 of the Keith Walsh podcast. It's me chatting to my friend, Mike. Enjoy. Fleece, man. Is that plastic? Yeah, fleece is the... This, and this stuff, actually. This top... Oh. These trousers are made from... Oh, uh, there's, a, there's a thing on these trousers that says, it's made from eight bottles of water. Eight water bottles, whatever. Not oh, eight okay. bottles of water. Not yeah, water. Yeah. You're not yeah. wearing... Not water. That would be... Not really wearing water. Good. No. Uh, this hat that I'm wearing backwards. Yeah. There's one of these in an envelope on its way to Claire as we speak. Wow. Yeah. News. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Is there anything else in that package you want to talk about? Yeah, we can talk about the things that are in that package. I'm happy for you to talk about my package. And it's, it's a lovely little package. Uh, that I sent. Maybe a little, some might say a little bit late. Um, I would say... Some, some could say 363 days early. Yeah, or just a clever, clever, uh, cleverly constructed way for me to recognize your beautiful wife's birthday uh, electronically. It was it was a clever ruse. It was a way to get you marketing on that Twitter thing. That's what it was. That's you're just trying to increase your profile on Twitter by uh, sending my wife's uh, card that you promised would be in the post on Monday on this uh, particular podcast last week. And um, you didn't. But then you made a big deal out of it on the internet. But that's okay. I'm quite happy with that because in this family, we have birthday months and birthday weeks. And the birthday is just a kind of a, almost a concentration of that. So there might be gifts throughout the week and things happening and different meals and sort of treats so, yeah, we, we tear the arse out of birthdays because you know what? Who was it said? Somebody famous said, what I want for my birthday is another one. Oh, very good. I like that. So yeah. what? So what's this? So how do you decide? Ian Jury. Sorry. Was it? Yeah. What, how do you decide whether it's a birthday week or a month or what's the criteria? 
Uh, well, you'd get, yeah, I mean, this this is Sunny Ann's birthday month, so there's been little bits and pieces happening throughout the month of February. Little bits and pieces will continue to happen throughout the month of February. She might get, you know, me an opposing pouch, leopard skin. Wow. That type of thing, yeah. Nice. That might, that might be something she wakes up to someday. Lovely. I often do a little dance on the bed naked sometimes when I go to work really early. <laughs> I come out of the shower and I'm like, woo! <laughs> and she's like, fuck off. They're never impressed by that, are they? Why are they never no. impressed by our naked dance or when you dance with the underpants on your head? Like what? what? Chicks don't get it. They don't. Uh, they're not turned on by the fem- by the male form, are they? No. What's wrong with women? We, well, we, if I would, if I was one of them, I'd be a lesbian too. Yeah. No. In fairness, yeah. No, I, I get you. Listen, I apologize. I'm sorry for not sending the card down. And um, I was just thinking of you and Jimmy standing there in the kitchen on the morning of her birthday with no cards to give her and it broke my heart. But luckily, Sally Ann had listened to the podcast of you promising. So it wasn't me that was the fucking idiot this time. It's always me. I always get things late. I try to get stuff on time. I really, really do. And it always fucks up. There's always some postal issue or whatever. And I thought I was going to blame Unpussed. But when you actually sent it to me on the day the picture that it was still in your hot sweaty hands that's not on post no it's nothing to do with the postal services that's not anything to do with the the emergency services that have kept us going through lockdown the delivery guys yeah it was all on you and some of our ogs actually got in touch uh through twitter right wishing sally Anna a happy birthday um and saying, you little shit, you should, you promised on the podcast that you'd send it out on Monday. <laughs> and you didn't. Yeah, I was, I was done. I was done up, up like a kipper by myself. I was hoisted by my own petard. Why? What happened? Well, oh, I'm oh, just, yes. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I thought you I, were very busy or something doing something else. No, I have nobody to blame but myself. I mean, I was quite busy, but that's not an excuse. It's that what happens sometimes with me is if it's somebody I know, and I've work to do. I'll put the person I know to the bottom of the list and I deal with everybody else first. And then it's like, oh, shit, because I know I feel like you might forgive me. But if if I didn't get a card out to somebody for a birthday that I didn't know, they might be like, um, not yeah, as yeah. forgiving, you know, that's Which, not good. Mike has frozen. No. Oh, okay. I'm gonna get back. Video. He's back. Yeah. We should turn off the video. So, how have yeah. you been? How has the birthday week been? Then it's, it sounds like it's been hectic. It has been hectic. Uh, there's been a lot happening here in West Clare. Uh, we've had various wind warnings and weather warnings and all sorts of stuff. And I'm a bit pissed off actually. This morning I woke up having checked Met Aaron last night at one a.m. Uh, got up this morning at ten o'clock and uh, there's a fucking yellow weather warning um, for wind bastards anyway that's not that's just an ongoing gripe i have with met Aaron and uh, all the other apps that give you weather they're all shit they all fucking lie to you tell them it's not gonna rain and then it does bastards anyway yeah so we've been uh, we've been busy um and it's funny shania twain has been a part of my week all week you mentioned shania twain last week because she's from newbridge yeah i think you brought her up though i can't remember why oh yes I did bring her up. Quickly. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was um, that don't impress me, but I love them now. You, you know moves, but you have to touch their hair. 
Yeah, you said imagine that song song being sung by someone from Monon, which was funny. Yes. And I told you then that, funnily enough, Shania Twain is originally from Newbridge, her ancestors. And then... And then, Monday morning, I'm listening to, on the BBC Sounds, I haven't missed an episode of Popmaster, the Ken Bruce pop quiz. Haven't missed an episode in about 16 years, 17 years, actually. And uh, uh, I was listening to that, and, and it says, what is the real name of Shania Twain? And I thought to be something like Dolores Twain or something because she's Irish or whatever. But her name is like ridiculously Irish. It's Eileen something or other, something or other. I mean, Twain doesn't come into it, or nor does Shania. So um, did he did he give you any information about what her name, like what where she came up with the name or anything? No, no, no. It was just a flat out question. What was her real name? I'm going to guess it was something like Eileen Regina Edwards. There you go. What a fucking name is that? What kind of a name is that? Eileen Regina Edwards. I'm just trying to think about Edwards in in Newbridge. There is a... Is there an Edwards? No. I don't know any Edwards in Newbridge. Sorry. That's, that's It sounds like a very English name. You know, sort of Northern Irish, if you know what I mean. Sort of maybe not... Uh, Eileen Regina Edwards. You see, I'm just trying to think. You see, the, like, there's a big barracks here at the Curra. Oh, yeah. And maybe her family could have been um, involved in the army. That's maybe where she was, you know, initially. That's how they ended up here. And maybe that's where the name came from. Um, but, but I don't know. She. Uh, let me just see. Her Irish maternal grandmother. Oh, hang on a second. Here we go. Her Irish maternal gra- like a bit of research. grandmother, Eileen Pierce, oh. originated from Newbridge County, Kildare. And Twain said she had a difficult childhood. Well, that's what being from Newbridge will do to you. Um, uh, so, so, her, so her, her maternal grandmother is Pierce. So the Edwards is obviously, you know, that's not, that's blow-in names. That's not her. So Pierce is a very, there's a lot of Pierces in, uh, in Newbridge. There's a, well, there's an area of Newbridge called Piercetown. Go on. No, I'm just saying, and Piercetown is close to the train station in Newbridge. If you drive out to Station Road, you'll pass Piercetown. And I, at one point, I was involved in a campaign to get Newbridge train station changed to be named after Shania Twain, uh, to be called the, Sh- the Shania Twain station. <laughs> you see, I think that's gifted. And now we know that she's one of the Pierces. There's Pierce Street Station as well, isn't there? There is, yeah. yeah. We could name stuff for her whole family. Get her in and start doing stuff. And, you know, if there's a new train that Corus and Barrera are doing, we could call it the Shania new train, like shiny, Shania, shiny, shiny. Anyway, yeah. yeah and because, so- because, because the Pierce Street Station could become Granny Pierce. <laughs> Granny Pierce Street Station. Or Granny Piercings. <laughs> Granny Pierce Station. And then she'd be... Shania Twain Station, Newbridge. Yeah. Yeah. I think that would I'm work. Loving it. We just need to find out what our husband's name is now. We'll get one named after him as well. Well, his name is Zachary. Ooh. That's yeah. But he's French, I think. A French-Canadian, uh, Zachary Cloutier. So unless we can come up with a name, uh, a station that would fit Zachary or Cloutier. Um, well, I'll have a think about that. Well, we could name rename tracks as in... You know, there could be train tracks, but we could use we could use up the word track with mm. uh, Quebec because it kind of sounds the same. Yeah, so 
train can breaks. Yeah, that's a stretch because I mean, well, only because I'm thinking his name is Zach and trains axe rather than <laughs> that would work better. <laughs> yeah, that would do. Yeah, that would be I'm the more obvious. I'm not with it this morning at all. But then, <laughs> listen, last night, then I was watching the one show. I never watched the one show. It's shit. Um, and it. Da, 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 and, and the reason I've stopped watching it, really, or I never did start watching it, is because uh, although I do love the uh, the lovely Welsh woman on it, um, they have guest male presenters all the time. And uh, your friend and mine, uh, what's his name from from Boyzone? Ronan. He is. Ronan. I, I, yeah, but I, I like Ronan. Oh, yeah, I'm delighted for you. No, he's he's all right. But uh, but a lot of English people, of course, call him. Oh, yeah, I love Roland. He's lovely. lovely <laughs> Roland. Yeah, Ro- Roland Keating from Boys Out. He's lovely, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. But he was on, um, and he was a guest actually last night. He wasn't actually one of the speakers, or one of the uh, the people that's on the program. And uh, he's done a duet with Shania. And their opening question on the show was, "What is Shania Twain's first real name?" To which uh, you shouted at the telly. Eileen. But of course, Roland's in the background um, and they're asking Danny Dyer, I think, what her first name is. Do you want to guess at that? No, Danny. Do you want to guess at that? No, Danny Dyer. Shut it. Shut it. Is her name Toilet? Yeah, he's literally, oh, I got fucking clue, love. Oh, I, fuck I don't clue. know who you're talking about. Oh, who the fuck is Toilet? I'm going to nutter if I see her. And um, I promise you, I will nutter. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, your man is in the background going, uh, you know, um, what what do you call a three-legged stool with only two with only two legs? <laughs> he, and he's looking at the fucking camera going, what's he talking? What's that Irish fella talking about? I'm gonna that's him. I'm gonna that his whole fucking country. And, and and Roland is trying to help him out, going, I lean, I lean. <laughs> so he was prompting Danny Dyer with uh... What do you call a three-legged stool with only two legs, rather than <laughs> what do you call a woman? What do you call a woman with one leg, which is the actual joke? Oh, so fucking bad! I didn't get it either. I see Danny Dyer. Danny Dyer sitting in a room, like he looked like he was in a prison cell. <laughs> fucking hell! And he's sweating. His head okay. about to explode. He's gonna, it's all going to kick off, literally, Daddy Dyer style. And then Shania comes on, and uh, Roland, of course, is like, you know, he's laying it on like honey. You know, it was great to get Shania there to do the old track. It was great. Uh, you know, you know, like 20, the, the album is 2020. It's about the year, and of course, it's 20 years since I've been a solo artist and all this kind of stuff. And uh, it's been great to get Shania on. Shania's like, yeah, I've loved you for a long time, Ronan, and you're great and everything, and you're beautiful, and the music, it's just a great opportunity. It was so fucking, she was gushing. She was crying at one point. You texted me to say, uh, you, you just texted me the one show, and I was like, oh, mm. that, that must mean, that cryptic message must mean I, I need to turn on the one show. So I put it on, and in my head, it's gone. In fairness, it wasn't very cryptic. Very cryptic. Well, <laughs> And said the one show question mark. It's like, what the fuck do you want me to say? Well, the, the two words you sent me were one show, and, and in, my, in my head, it's gone one show. Okay, that could be like, yeah, he wants to do 
one show. I felt like Roland. I felt like Roland doing the, the you know, oh, Liam. <laughs> three legged, what do you call it? Three legged stool with two legs, uh, a milking stool that has a, was missing a leg. Um, uh, yeah, so and then I put on the one show, and I and in my head, I was going, I wonder, is it Jesse, our friend Jesse? Is she on the one show? No, and when I put it on. For a moment, I thought it was. I didn't clock that it was Shania Twain because she looked so yeah. young and fresh-faced. Unbelievable. And I was, like, I was like, is that Jessie? And then she had this weird accent. I was going, oh, no, unless she's doing some kind... Because they don't look that dissimilar. No. They, and, and your one has kind of red hair. And um, the outside shots that they did, they did a little video for their new song and they, they did it on their phones, especially for the one show. The Welsh woman was going, especially for the one show, they've done something on their phones. And uh, she says to Roland, uh, was that in your back garden? And uh, he kind of goes, uh, mm, yeah. And obviously he's done it somewhere, which is outside his uh, zone where he should be. Yeah. Uh, yeah and he's going, uh, yeah, 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 back garden, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just saying, what fucking back garden? I don't have a back garden. And uh, he was quick enough to kind of get over that one. And uh, Shania, I think, wins hands down. What are you, my love? I was like, I'm in Barbados at the moment. And what did she talk like? <laughs> Why is she talking like? She lost her voice for seven years. Oh, did she? She wasn't able to speak for seven years. Couldn't I didn't know that. Together. Yeah, nor did I. Her voice is absolutely bollocks. And she's, she's now able to speak and sing. But she, when she talks and <laughs> gets emotional, she's like, oh, I, I don't know. Oh. Yeah. Marbinos is beautiful at this time. It's like the two sisters from The Simpsons. Oh, the Zelda and whatever their names are. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh. With, with the ones with the lizard, Gub Gub. <laughs> yeah. Zelma. I don't know. Aunt Zelma. Zelma. Aunt Zelma and Louise, probably. Yeah. Um, okay, so... so so she's oh. she's so I like the fact that Ronan was trying was getting worried about people, oh Irish people watching the one show. Anyway, if the if Irish people watching the one show complained, he could just go, "What the fuck are you doing watching British television? You turncoat, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck up." Yeah, and he's getting really antsy at the moment. He's writing letters to uh, uh, what's going to Boris Johnson, saying, uh, you know. With the euro, with leaving with Brexit and everything, mm. uh, you fucked up everything for all the British musicians. And I'm thinking, surely you've got an Irish passport. You can just <laughs> go in and out of Europe. You well, can. he can. But the thing about him is his band would be mostly British musicians. So he's trying to book a tour around Europe. And then for each country, they need an individual, uh, you know, they need an individual visa to go to Spain, to go to France. Which is terrible, terrible for for the crew. Like, so you, there's really brilliant British crew, crews, uh, musicians, backing singers, and probably a lot of his team are are British, even though he's Irish. Um, Absolutely, but why not just book an Irish or a exactly, or... exactly. So it's it's unfortunate for the Brits, and I don't, you know, I'm not happy. I'm not glee. I'm not, you know, oh. I'm not being happy on their at their misfortune, but it means that there will be a lot more work for Irish crew and Irish singers and Irish musicians. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of a good thing for, for, you know, their misfortunes or fortune, I suppose. So Ronan, maybe, you know, instead of writing the letters, he could be, you know, making sure you have your, yeah. an Irish band ready to go. Write letters to the rest of the lads and boys. Then. I'm sure they'd, they'd get back up with you and do a 20. Yeah. I'm sure Shane had, Shane had learned how to play the guitar and the other fellow you know, got his teeth whitened. Possibly again, 
so yeah, so um, so I think that's the the issue with with the musicians, the, with the British musicians. I feel I do feel bad for them, you know. And then they've got uh, so they've got all that news, the Brexit shit, and then COVID as well. Obviously, that mm. no nobody in the music industry or any of the entertainment industries are doing jack shit all and can't for a while. And Jesus, people must be. I don't know. Like, what do you do? How do you make money? They're tearing their hair out. I don't know. It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. And how have you been celebrating, like, the week? As in, like, what kind of... uh, I mean, I presume you've been very um, restrained with your... the imbibing of foods and drink. Because it's the new mic. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what. I um I, I fuck it. Salian had uh, ordered some stuff from some health food shop somewhere, and mm-hmm. it came in the post the other day. And we were just going out the walk, out the door for a walk. And uh, postman comes, and she opens the box up, and there's these things that she's got, whatever it was. And they put in a freebie, and they put, the health food shop put in a freebie of like these rice cakes. And uh, Jimmy like literally opened and started shoveling them into his mouth, going, "These just taste like cardboard." And uh, they were, they were literally like chewy, moist cardboard with a millimeter, a micron, if such a thing of chocolate on top of them, uh, sort of, you know, they, they were linked at a, a cellular level, the amount of chocolate on these things to the rice cakes. And stupidly, I just put my hand in the thing and ate two of them. So that was my first chocolate in six weeks. How, and did, that, how did that feel? It was underwhelming. It was shit. It was this kind of vegan chocolate, mm. um, rice cakes, health stuff. Mm. And it just tasted like shit. It was awful. It was like the flavorings of with the flavorings of chocolate. You know, it's like it reminds me of friends when you wanted Markalat. You know, it was just it was horrid. Oh, yeah. And uh, it was such a waste of chocolate, you know, in my mind. Um, but you, you'll be glad to hear I haven't um, eaten directly any chocolate bars my wife um makes her own birthday cake every year and it's called malakoff tort oh um, yeah um and her mother has been making it since the 70s uh this is malakoff tort anytime sally ann turns up it's a favorite cake she makes a malakoff tort and whatever and i knew i was gonna talk about it probably today maybe i thought about it so i thought actually i'd google it during this morning we were laying in bed I said, Malakoff tort, I wonder where that comes from. Is it French or is it German or is it sounds kind of Austrian or something like that? And Sally Ann said, no, it's French because my, my parents went on a cordon bleu, um, like uh, cooking course. Yeah. course in the 70s. They must wow. have been going through a troubled time or something and he got dragged like further and all that, probably dragged let's, in some fucking cordon bleu. Let's do course. something together. Oh, yeah. And you can imagine him. I'd say, oh, he'd rather eat his own fucking toenail, toenails. <laughs> Anywho, um, I start Googling Malakoff Tort. And for all these years, 50 years, they've been given it the wrong name. It's not a Malakoff Tort. I can't remember what it is now, but it's, uh, it's layers of meringue, of almond meringue, really thin discs with chocolate inside and then toasted almonds around it. It's really thin and it's really, really, really super rich. And... Uh, that's what you've been, you've been, she's been making every year. Yes. Because not a Malakoff tart. Malakoff tart to me looks like a spongy affair. Yes. 
uh, with biscotti or so, like layer, layer, you're layering some yeah, it's sort almost of... like a tiramisu, but a bit drier. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is not. This is not that. It's a. It's a au joie or something. It's a French thing. And yeah, they've been. They've been lying to their daughter. For That's. Years. They probably went on the course and learned how to make a few different cakes, and then just got mixed up and thought, oh, "Yeah, this is a Malakoff tart." Yes. Exactly. Yes, indeed. That is exactly what's happened. I would um, say. I would have to say the Malakoff tart does look very sort of eighties. You know, card yeah. gourmet cooking. You know, for the housewife. Yeah. You know. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Real good life sort of stuff. Yeah. Your one next door would do it for a dinner party. Uh, yeah, but it was. It's um no, and it's all piped cream and things like that. Mm. But this is nothing like it. This is as rich as fuck with chewy meringue. Oh, it's just gorgeous. Did you and, find out what that actually is? We did, I can't remember. Oh, it begins with a a bluge a a bluge park or something. I don't know. If you Google uh, cake with um, meringue, um, almond meringue. with meringue, almond meringue layers. Yeah, I'll have a look. At, I'll have a look at that now. French name. Yeah, that um, so that'll be like something you'd have for dessert after having your uh, you know, your uh, dipping your Dipping your bits and pieces into cheese. What was that called? The, the uh, oh fondue. The fondue. Yeah. You would have started with a fondue, then beef or beef bourguignon, and then probably a malakoff tort. Delicious. So, yeah, it was kind of Keith Floyd, you know, over over engineered stuff where you had to put your beef in for three hours. Now it's a fifteen minute gig. Um, it's not a daquoise, is it? It no. is a daquoise. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just, for some reason I thought I had the A in my head. It's a daqua, something like a daqua. Okay, so the so the <laughs> so your homework today, folks, for for next week, and you need to email us how it went is to make a daqua, and my then yeah. send a slice out to myself and Michael, and we will taste yeah. it. And it'd be like the great, <clears throat> the great Keith and Mike Bake Off, um, well, yeah, vir- virtually, virtually. Yeah, well, I know the the. Uh, the Ford sisters up in uh, up in up in the Burren would be able to knock something out. They're both professional chefs and and OGs. Uh, oh. I'm sure they'd knock out a cake. Um, actually, speaking of OGs, we had some uh, we had some feedbacks from some OGs. Okay, good. Fe- I hope it's good feedback. Well, <clears throat> this is this is where I uh, this is where you didn't answer my text this morning. Uh, this is where we run into some shallow water. <laughs> well, that's because I was. <laughs> I was getting whatever I was getting, trying to get it done so I could jump on at 12 o'clock. I was on, yeah, I was on Twitter on the toilet, which we have now named as Shittering. Shittering, yes. You were, so you were shittering this morning. Trying to dredge through stuff because there was a little bit of, um, when, when you did put the picture of the card that you were supposed to send to Sally Ann but didn't, and you put it up as a marketing thing, a few of the OGs jumped on and said, listen, you prick. They didn't say that. I'm just going to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, they, you promised. They, they said what a lovely way it was to <clears throat> recognize someone's birthday with a virtual card online yes. on Twitter. How how modern, actually, Sally Ann said. Yes, she was being very forgiving. Everybody was on my side, basically. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, they were being very forgiving. But somebody said, you know, that you you'd actually promised Sinead O.D. You see, I can't. 
Twitter is fine. I read yeah. stuff on Twitter and I like stuff on Twitter and I send the under reply on Twitter. But when somebody gets into a conversation, I don't know who the fuck I'm replying to. I don't know who's looking at it. I don't know if I'm DMing somebody or not. It's just very, very fucking confusing. So you just basically don't do anything in case you're... Yeah. Yeah, yeah in case it's a DM or not a DM or what's the... What's yeah. the right thing to do? What's the wrong thing to do? And I'm afraid of going, not that I'm going to break Twitter or anything, but I'm afraid that I might say the wrong thing to the wrong person. Uh, there's also Noreen Mc... something. McLaughlin? McLaughlin. Yeah. Uh, she, she got involved as well. So, yeah. She, she, like, said, she said it was wonderful. She was, she was delighted. She said, I'm a wonderful person. She said, Keith, you are a wonderful person. That is amazing what you've just done. Uh, oh, right. you, are, you are great Sinead OD1 Sinead underscore OD1 said after all your promises to get it to the post she said exclamation mark happy birthday Sally Ann so she doesn't seem too impressed with me at the moment um, yeah so sorry about that I'd like to apologise to everybody on my behalf yeah um, but it was a good card though wasn't it phenomenal give me, give me that at least listen in, in fairness uh, my brother, who's also an OG, said, "Wow, that car is is that card is fantastic." His words, <laughs> not putting any words in his mouth. Thanks, man. Yeah. Uh, man. Who who wanders the streets of London at the moment because he's stuck in London and he's got nothing to do and he just walks around listening to us. And he was in, uh, I think he was in Sainsbury's the other day, listening and laughing out loud. What does he? So he just wanders the streets. What? Yeah. Have you seen? What's he? So is his? Is he working from home? What does he do? What's his? What's <clears throat> the situation? No, he's currently in between jobs. He's in between life. <laughs> he's just scratching his ass in London. But he's, he's okay, is he? Flat. Oh yeah, he's having a freaking ball. Yeah, he's watching. Uh, he's watching Game of Thrones again. Actually, lovely. Yeah. Is, is he a single man? He is. Yeah. So he. So he is in London. Yeah. In lockdown. Not having to work, yeah. Watching Game of Thrones. I mean, For the second time. Yeah. Is this is this is that the fucking life? This is what we dream of. <laughs> but you, I wonder, is he dreaming of our lives, Mike? I, I don't would very he, much. Would he swap? Not listening to this podcast. He's thinking, what <laughs> fucking <laughs> shit these lads have to deal with? <laughs> Watching Shania Twain on the one show. <laughs> What's your brother's name again? Nick, Nick. Did you say Nick? Yeah. Nick, would you swap it? I need. <laughs> we need an email from Nick, from Brother Nick. We do. We need a. We need a day in the life of Brother Nick. Oh uh, yeah, that would be good actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So to, yeah. to pick a typical day, Nick, and give us a little breakdown, bullet points, what you did for the day, and just to make us really, really, really jealous. Not that we'd swap it. You know, I love my life I, at the moment. A fairly recent conversation with him. I think he'd watched the last of Star Trek or something and uh, he texted me at nine o'clock in the morning just, just finished <laughs> watching Star Trek. Like fucking, he's up at seven, he's 15, he's 60 years old. Up at seven o'clock in the morning watching Star Trek. And was oh, he, Jesus. are you sure he got up? Are you sure he didn't just go through the night? He might have been. He likes it watching a big Big TVs though, you know. He's got a big, oh, thing, okay. uh, big TVs. Like, Does he? Probably, you know, he's probably sitting there eating cop- popcorn out of his underpants. Perfect. Is um, I I often I often remember. I often think of Frank Skinner. Uh, he was describing when he he lived used to live in a flat and he he'd eat boiled eggs and he'd put he'd lie on his bed, put the salt into his belly button, oh. 
and dipped the egg into his belly button and uh, and he's boiled eggs that way. I wonder does Nick would be into that kind of thing, would he? Um, You'd want really good hygiene though, wouldn't you, before I, you start dipping stuff into your belly button? You would, or you wouldn't, or you'd just not give a shit about anything at that point. You know, I think he was, yeah. I think, he, I think he was drinking heavily at the time. Um, but uh, it, it, does Nick like a drink? He does, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he, that, that's great, isn't it? It's funny because I've, I've started drinking again this week. I'm the control of your hundred days of drinking. Okay. Um, and and something about the birthday week meant we were on the lash for the week, my wife and I. Right. When I say on the lash, she has a couple of bottles of beer. I have a bag of cans every night, sort of thing. Yeah. And, um, yeah, uh, you know, we have lots of words, don't we, for he, he likes a drink. Yeah, like, I didn't mean, like, is, is he fond of a drink? Like, does he kind of, like, is he a raging, no, al- is he a raging alcoholic? So that's what it sounds like. Yeah, but it's funny, because what do you say to somebody? Does he not drink? It means he must have had uh, alcoholism. Yeah. You know, you're not drinking tonight. No. What happened? <laughs> Did you get caught drunk behind the wheel or something? It's fucking terrible. It's I mean, really bad, bad, like, relationship, even in our vocabulary, with drink and everyday sayings. You know, oh, your man, he likes it. Does he, does he take a drink? He does. <laughs> it do, no, the drink doesn't suit him. <laughs> He's fine if he drinks lager. Oh, but the whiskey turns. The whiskey. Oh, Jesus. That's an, that's an angry drink. Yeah, it's 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 not funny, and there's a lot of people struggling, and it's horrible. And uh, you know, I've known people who have struggled with it, and you know, badly, and it it catches hold, and mm. it's like a, you know, it's 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 a horrible thing. But um, but we ha- but we handle it badly, don't we? You know, we really it's, badly. we're so awkward around it. Whatever we do, don't talk about it. You know, like does he take a drink? Oh, it's, 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 before you get into your 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 behaviour this week, uh, I just want to know if Nick has a drink. I don't mean if he does he take a drink. Will he have it? Because um, I, I just I just think he's he's the opposite of our. It's like almost like the dream life where he's watching Game of Thrones, maybe deciding to have a beer or two, you know, before bed, or like maybe a glass of wine or a little whiskey, you know. I just I'm thinking of him anyway. Nick, we just need your a day in the life of Nick. In email form, please, and we'll read it out yeah. for the for the listeners. That'd be great. Thank you very much. Yeah, um, I'd love that actually. The world into my brother's window, window into my brother's world, should I say? Tell me about your week then. So we kind of made this conscious decision that, um, and I thought I was going to start eating chocolate every night and whatever, and I haven't. I've only eaten by mistake some health chocolate biscuits, which were rank. So I don't, I don't think they count. Actually. Doesn't count. Doesn't count. No. No, no, I think I'm giving myself a pass on that. I've eaten the non-Malakoff tort. Um, I had two portions of that. Um, highly calorific, especially when you put double cream on top of it. <laughs> but hey, you know, forgive me. And then I had, what did I have? Um, lager. I bought myself some lager. So I've had a couple of cans of lager every evening um, for the birthday week. And um, it is amazing. Um, I don't need it. And it just, it fucks up your day. You know, not that I'm good, like, not 20 cans like or anything. It's just the next day you're just groggy, can't achieve anything. 
you wake up and the first thing I think is, shit, I'm not going to do that again tonight. And then all of a sudden at six o'clock, because it's the birthday week, we're having sort of crisps and a beer and well, we'll have another one. And then it takes it takes over, doesn't it? Because you just you say to yourself, I won't, I'll just have the one. And of course, that never happens because one goes into two and the, the third one tastes so nice. And then you're in front of a warm fire, kind of half fallen asleep. And think, oh, fuck it, I'll have another one. And Lovely. then you pass out on the chair. It just, it's very bad. You know? But but this is this is this is like booze porn to me. Listening to you drinking, <laughs> <laughs> lots of people, yeah, around the place touching cans. <laughs> How are the cans nice and cold? Yeah, yeah, really cold, really cold. Um, pint glass, you know, sit there. Delicious. But I haven't been tempted to have chocolate. That's good. Yeah, so I'm really happy with that side of things, and I think I'm going to drink what I've got in the house, and then when when it all goes, it'll probably be gone tonight. I'd say, and that's it. Then uh, there's no point drinking again, and uh, get back into my um, sort of healthy lifestyle. And I, it's sort of the one thing it does it, it knocks the sweetness. I don't need sweet stuff when mm. I drink. That's the big thing I noticed when I stopped drinking was that I I crave sugar a lot, especially mm. like I when I one thing I used to pride myself on was that I didn't eat sugar at all in my diet, you know, apart from fruit. But of course, I was I was drinking at the weekend, so that obviously satiated whatever craving I had for sugar. So as soon as I stopped drinking beer or whatever wine, um, I just I get the crave the sugar craving so bad, which I'm trying to deal with at the moment. Um. So that has me scuppered and I'm trying to eat the grapes and the fruit and everything and stay away from, because I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't have milk in my diet, so I shouldn't be having milk chocolate, mm. uh, but I am drawn to it. Like, like, it's like, I don't want to be, I don't want to be flippant, oh. but it's like crack. Um, like yeah, I, it I'll is, go, it's I, so addictive. I'll go into the shop and I'll be like, I'll get the milk and I'll get, you know, whatever we need, the tea bags. And then just as she's totting up, I'll, I'll quickly grab three Freddos. I'll just say, oh, you just throw them in as well. Almost like trying to just, trying to fool myself. And then I'll eat three Freddos yeah. in the car on the way home and then arrive in and not tell anybody that I've had three Freddos. It's terrible. It's, it's a terrible funny. life. There's a, there's a very, very famous in this country sportsman. I'm not going to tell you who he is, but hugely successful. <clears throat> Was a player, manager, motivational speaker, um, phenomenal sportsman in his, you know, his own little world. Um, yeah. But he's re really popular, really, really, really popular. And he stayed, he used to stay at a, a hotel that I worked in quite a lot okay and um he was very sort of you know he he'd one of these guys that would pull up in his car and sort of you'd go out and give him his keys in the car you knew he was going to pay the bill you know and you'd sort of give him an express sort of check-in you'd know he was coming and he might give you a bell or whatever and say listen i'm on the way in am i staying in my regular suite if so i don't want anybody else seeing me because they just start asking me questions about sport and ask my opinion on this that and the other and he was just, he was coming down just to get away from everything. Really high profile. And uh, he'd always like, he'd, he'd wrap a fiver around his keys as his way of saying thank you. And just like, listen, get rid of that fucking car. 
I don't need it for two days. I'm going to sit in here and order room service and just, you know, myself and the wife slash girlfriend or whatever, we're just going to bunk in for the weekend and just enjoy ourselves and not, not let make the world go away, you know? <clears throat> but he'd come a lot on his own as well. And uh, I shit you not, the passenger footwell of his car was about an inch and a half deep in like Starbar, Morrow, Curly Whirlies, all the sort of favorites that I love, Caramax, all that sort of stuff, in the litter of the wrappers. And everywhere you put in the car, the under, you know, the, the sun visor, you put the sun visor down to, to drive the car away or whatever, and it's sunny, fucking like Rolos would fall, <laughs> fall out. I mean, huge fucking addiction to chocolates. Unbelievable, the car smelt of chocolate. Big fuck off cheap, and it was just full everywhere. The, the you know the side pockets where the gear levers were, everywhere was just a receptacle for chocolate. And this is like huge sportsman, very fit, telling people other and other people. You know, I used to listen to on the radio. Go well, you know, it's all about the diet. You know, you got to get your head <laughs> right, then you got to get your food right. I'm thinking, you fucker, you just graze on chocolate day and night. Yeah, but and did he look fit? Slim. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Yeah. And still yeah. to this day. Yep. Yeah, yeah absolutely. He's wow. still he's still around on TV. Yeah, he's got a lasting career. I mean, he's very very fit, and he's very good at telling other people what to do and how to do it. He's brilliant. Oh man, I'm um, trying to I'm trying to guess who it is. Enjoy watching him. Yeah. Yeah, you know him. Do I? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. You see. Yeah, that's the chocolate thing. It's 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 obviously like it's the it's the mixture of the, the milk, the fat, and the sugar. It's just you know mm. it is an issue. It is a problem. But the thing is, if you work out a lot and if you train a lot, you can get you know you can deal with the calories. Uh, you know, a lot of the time, people who train a lot are are trying to get the calories into them. You know, because they don't want to they don't want a calorie deficit really. Um, not too much of a calorie deficit. So so that's fine. But the only issue with that is the sugar can fuck you up with like diabetes and stuff like that. So it's like, yeah, you can, I mean, you can, you can deal with the fatness, but it might get you another way, you know? And this guy would have been, I'm saying 2015, 2014, he would have been retired from playing then. I mean, but yeah, just fucking, you know, elite. Wow. <laughs> elite sports, he's fucking unreal. Yeah, shoving star bars into his face. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Driving down the M1. His his uh, his his food intake. Uh, the girls will be telling you, you know, that uh, the room service was just like burger after burger after burger, and bottles of red wine. Unreal. But hey, listen, that's that's the way we roll. Great, that's good. Well, you see, you know, there's there's hope. Ta- there's hope. <laughs> you know, like I hate here. Not that I hate, but I, like that kind of stuff is like. I don't know. It's like, to me, it's like uh, when you hear about like people who are successful and fit and, you know, I presume a a handsome looking fellow um, that and he drinks and eats chocolate. I'm like, oh, maybe I could maybe I could have everything. Maybe I could be successful, fit, handsome and eat chocolate and drink wine at the weekends. But it, you know, kind of it's almost like once you've given something up, or you're trying to give something up, it's just, there's all these things, stories that you hear that kind of lure you back into it. Or, yeah, you know, it's like, yeah. it's like the sirens on, you know, luring your ship to the rocks. 
The mermaids. The mermaids. I saw a mermaid captain over that way by the rocks. He was eating chocolate. We um, a sea shanty about it. We should. Rose and starboard. I'm going to read out an email for you, Mike, if that's oh, all right. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hi, Keith. I don't know why they said hi, Keith. Although it is to both of us. Just a quick line. Let me just see if I can give the name out. I won't give the name out just yet. Just a quick line to tell you how much I love your podcast. No offense to any of your guests. I thought this was going to be like a criticism of like, no offense to any of your guests, but like, that's shit. Um, But your podcast with Mike are my absolute favorite. When I listen, I feel like the three of us are in a room having a chat. I forget that I'm not there. I'm just listening in. Uh, That's from, this is from Liz, by the way. Is that Kevin Liz? Um, I don't know if it's Kevin Liz. How would I know if it's Kevin Liz? I don't know. I she, think she there's a lady on Twitter. Um, I see this is the fucking... <laughs> oh, there's a lady who used to listen to me on Gold, is it? Yes. Yeah, I don't... Or maybe. I don't think so. Um, if it isn't, whoever you are, we love you. I love yes. you. And you, you're more than welcome to sit in the room. Come on the Zoom call. You might actually make more sense. Than <laughs> <laughs> she said... Um, Listen to your most, your two most recent with Mike tonight. Firstly, don't get me started on some, I don't know, I won't read that because that's a bit, whatever. Uh, but here's my opinion, because we were talking about stuff like education and that. I've got two friends. I have more than two friends, but I'm just using these two for comparison, she says. Smiley face. One friend is working, a working mother of two. Both kids are up and ready. Secondary school, they're in secondary school. And this is obviously she's talking about right now at the moment. Mm. Breakfast eaten, sitting at their individual desks, ready for homeschooling at 8.50 every morning. They are engaged with their teachers until school is finished at 3 o'clock. These kids are blessed. They have a mom and dad who care and they can afford food, heating, Wi-Fi, a second laptop, etc. And absolutely amazing work being done by the school involved. Second friend, and I love her dearly, is a teacher and phones in some homework on a Sunday evening for the week ahead. Maybe I shouldn't have read out her name. Shit. No yeah. daily, no daily online, no interaction, just sending homework. I'm gonna have to take her name out of this. Yeah, definitely. Fucking delete that name, will you? Uh, hang on a second, I just make I'm just gonna make this noise so I know where to go back to. You see, that'll make it that'll when I see that on the WAV now, I'll, I'll know to go back and delete. Yeah, you will, yeah. You'll just fucking put it up on Monday, having a couple of cans. <laughs> Lashing it up, won't even think about it. Uh, she says her school doesn't believe in online schooling. <clears throat> and then she says, uh, yeah, she's, she's quite annoyed about that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> and on the subject of funerals, I pray to God oh. none of my loved ones die during this nightmare. Uh, even typing that feels like I'm tempting fate. Touch wood, I'm going to touch wood now. And my dad passed in 2014. He was 86, wasn't sick, died at home in his own bed. Couldn't have asked for a better passing. We were lucky enough to have him at home for four nights before his burial, waiting on family to come home from New York and Cyprus. Uh, we sat with him all day. We slept beside him at night. 13 grandkids uh, tucked in with duvets, slept on the ground all around to keep granddad company for his last four nights in the home that he had spent his 86 years. We now look back on those four days with a smile. It is one of the most treasured moments, memories we all have that's been taken away from people now. Hopefully that will come back. I'll stop rambling now Um, from an OG listener. Love, not going to say her name again. No, 
And uh, she said, I, don't, I didn't trust the pod email, so I did both. Good work. Well done. <laughs> and she said, uh, PPS, I don't have 30 grand to give you. Ah, oh, come on. Whatever your name is. 30 <laughs> grand is not too much to ask for. <laughs> I loved her till the last bit. <laughs> so, yeah. No, that, that Absolutely perfect. Yeah. That's, uh, but the point she's making about the funeral and being able to spend that time together. And that's, I think, the thing that we're all missing at the moment, isn't it? That just the, the, the camaraderie, you know. Of all the, the shit and the dross, that's one of the things that, you know, it will, it will have lasting effects. No matter what you die of, people are still passing. So it's just, it's, it's horrible that you can't go out and mourn them and mm. say good luck and shake people's hands, you know. Yeah, so whatever your name is, whoever sent that email in, not yeah. definitely not. <laughs> I'm very tempted to say her name again now. No. Because there's something in me that likes to sabotage everything I do. Um, yeah, th- so thank you very much. If you want to email the show, you can. It's keithwalshpod at gmail.com. I'm becoming more confident of the pod podcast email. I think it's actually working, so... I'm just going it to give that out from now on. You, you, um, you actually, you don't, you never use it as a. If I get an email from you, it's always the other one, Keith Yeah, or maybe I should start using it. Maybe I should that yeah. that would get it going. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Great. Mike, is there anything else we need to talk about before we um, go our separate ways and to enjoy this beautiful, beautiful day, where um of rain and misery. Oh, it's getting worse. The wind is picking up out there now, and the rain is lashing against the windows. But um, in the spirit of talking about my wife's birthday, which really the show is not about my wife's birthday, but it's about the can, gift, the main be. gift. Yeah, well, it kind of it's turned that way, isn't it? Mm. The main gift um, I got Sally Ann uh, for her birthday, and this might be controversial, and people might want to write to you on what's that? What's that email again? KeithWalshPod at gmail.com. There we go. Trips go off the it. trips say off it, the tongue. It. Yeah, it does. KeithWalshPod at gmail.com. Ding. Um, I bought uh, Sally Ann um, 30 bags of compost. Uh, included in that were 10 bags of manure for her birthday. Wow. No silence. Really? Yep. Um, and I presume she absolutely loved that birthday present. Loved it. We have a polytunnel. Um, I've spent a couple of days over the last few weeks uh, redoing the beds and making them a bit bigger and stuff um, and yeah I've emptied them out and we put the sort of the spent soil that we've had in there for two or three years out so we just needed some stuff and uh, with this day and age normally you might get a bit of topsoil from somewhere and whatever I managed to through the help of a local garden center the people I know um, managed to wrangle some stuff and drive up there myself and Jimmy on on so on Sally Ann's birthday, the actual day when she didn't get a card from you, um, we went up. Uh, <laughs> but, it doesn't, but it doesn't matter because she has a birthday month. So it could yeah, exactly. it doesn't matter when it arrives. It'll be here Monday. Um, and yeah, we, we, we got the bags and we stocked them up and uh, we've stacked them and she's taken lots of pictures. She's tweeted them and stuff. And I bought some little pansies and all kind of little sort of this time of the year flowering stuff spring bulbs i suppose what you call them spring flowering plants yeah so um she's gonna plant some broad beans today and we've already got some tomatoes on the go so yeah we're looking to plant out and look forward to 2021 are you 
uh, are you good? Do you work side by side in the polytunnel? Do you like do you work together? Are you good? Do you get on well in that scenario? You see, I kind of do the manual labor in there, and Sally Ann does the planting, and then we take sort of turns. Then, when the stuff comes, we do a bit of weeding and watering. And of course, the, the best thing to do is go in there and just pick warm tomatoes of an August evening. Oh, lovely. And stick them in your gob. And uh, yeah, we have some courgettes. I found some tires on the road here. Somebody dumped some tires. Yeah. Uh, so I dragged them. I was out walking the dog and uh, a couple of years ago and I, I dragged them up the road it looked like something off of the fittest family thing you know I was yeah with a rope dragging a fucking go on tire. mate go on mate get up that fucking hill come on come on get those tires up there come on shut up davy i'm trying go on mike come on mikey get up that fucking road there now with those tires that's what it felt like. The dog was looking at me. I was dragging this thing my shoulder and nearly put it out. Anyway, yeah, I filled them with compost and we put courgette plants in. And it's just for there's a time, uh, I'd say August, September, probably July, August, September, where every meal we have has got a little courgette, like um, maybe even about four or five inches long when it's really young and sweet, fried. We have a frying pan on the go pretty much all the time. Um, with the same sort of oil and a bit of garlic in it. And we just refry these, slice them up and refry them and put them on as a topping on everything. So every mm -hmm. meal we have has got fresh sort of courgettes on top. And it's lovely. You can get yellow ones and green ones. And it's delicious. Just, yeah, it is delicious. And attire is the perfect thing. It's the perfect depth. And uh, this year we've got actually a little mouse nest in one of the tires. Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah, the courgette, I see, I think... I buy my veg. Um, I'm kind of sick of veg because I buy it from the shop and it doesn't taste like vegetables. Taste like tomatoes don't taste like tomatoes anymore. Mm. Um, nothing tastes of a veg like carrots. I remember carrots tasting nice. They don't yes. taste yeah, nice yeah. anymore. I'd love to start growing my own. So when you have it, when you pluck your warm tomato, <laughs> when you and your wife are in the polytunnel plucking warm tomatoes together. Mm. And you pop them into your mouth. Um, oh. A little bit of salt, maybe. Yeah. Uh, they taste like real tomatoes then, yeah? Yeah, they almost have this kind of meaty taste off them. Mm. Like beef tomatoes taste like beef tomatoes. And we get we do these uh, Russian blues, and they're kind of a bluey, purpley color. Yeah. And there's a couple of old varieties. Of course, money makers, they just, they do make money. They just, they're sort of like a, a little penny, and they're that size, and you just into your mouth they can be a little bit kind of hard sometimes but we have a glut and then we just i end up getting a tray a baking tray and just putting all the tomatoes on it sticking it in the oven for three or four hours with a bit of olive oil and garlic and that's a sauce right there oh mike in the freezer. Mm. this is like porn i know we're also doing jerusalem artichokes I don't, know, I don't know why. I that's a, that. that's a sex move, is it? <laughs> I, I don't, to my to my mind, that's your really... it's your safe word. <laughs> Jerusalem <laughs> artichokes. What globe? <laughs> globe is something else. The yeah. Jerusalem artichokes. Okay, well, look, let, get back to us on the artichokes. That'll be August, I presume. I assume so. I don't know what they grow like. Um, I think they're potatoey types of things. 
They're mm. more of a joke than the other type of artichokes. Well, I like an artichoke, and they make you windy, so we actually call them farty jokes. Oh, well, I like your house. Um, listen, Mike, I have one last thing before we go. Go. I'm trying to raise money. So if anybody's listening to this and wants to contribute money, and I've, we've gotten a few quid in already. There's a thing called the supporter, the ACAS supporter. It's a, it's a link that comes with the... So when you in the description of the podcast, there's a little link, and it's a supporter link. And you can give a few quid towards the podcast. So I had this idea that we could animate part, like, you know, 20, 30 seconds of the podcast, like a little, you know, like a little cartoon. Like you see uh, Ricky Gervais kind of did a lot of them with his podcast back in the day. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I priced it up. And to get like 30 seconds done well, uh, by these people that I've, I've I've asked, it would cost like five, could cost four or five six hundred euro. So it might take a little while, but if anybody wants to contribute, they could just go to the supporter uh, link on the podcast description, and they can throw us like you know a small amount of money, fifty grand or something. Um, but anyway, like you know, ten euro or something, uh, five yeah. euro, ten euro, twenty euro, whatever you can afford, and we'll try and get. Uh, We'll try and get a, a little cartoon made of the podcast if, if people are into it. I mean, obviously, people might go, I don't fucking want to pay for you to get a cartoon made of your podcast, dick face. You know, and that's fair enough, too. Um, you've, never had a, you've never had a career in sales, have you? <laughs> <laughs> that would be, I'm sorry, that would be my response. Like, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you and your fucking podcast. Why would I improve your, like, you, you're supplying the product, man. Dickwad. <laughs> Uh, so we got um I got I got ten euro from Sue. She said, "Great show, just a wee token for the cartoon fund." Oh. And uh, Marky T gave us fifty euro, which will also go towards the cartoon fund. So um, so it started. You never know. We're sixty quid oh, in. Brilliant. Excellent. Yeah. Why didn't I know about this? <laughs> because it was something that I um I started saying. Uh, I just started looking into. I just I don't know. I, I I get these mad notions, especially in the morning. I get these surges of energy, and I'm like, "We'll do a cartoon, and then we we'll do this, and then we we'll do that." And I just looked into it. I just asked on Twitter, like anybody, would anybody make like a thirty minute cartoon promo for a podcast? And a few people got in touch with me, and I priced it. And then I started saying in the outro of some of the podcasts, you know, uh, if you want to, if you want to send money to the podcast, it'll go towards making a cartoon. So I've just been on a bit of a solo run. <clears throat> Okay, that, that makes me better now because I'm I'm about three episodes behind. So that's good. Oh, oh I, yeah. I yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Mike, it's not your job to be, you know, keeping up with the podcast. You are the podcast. Well, no, I like to keep up with it, though. I really do. And I've uh, I've been I've been lax because we've been spending less time together, my wife and I, and we quite like listening to them together. So, okay. Yeah, if, when we're in different bits of the house and doing different bits and pieces. So this week will be a, a week to keep up and uh, get, get ahead and get, you know, get, actually get ahead on the podcast. Yeah. Well, then you'll be to listening forward. to stuff you haven't done yet. Um, <laughs> that'll be good. You could tell me what it is. Oh, I interviewed, I, I listened to your interview with Jess, Jess Buckley. That was good, Keith. Well done. You could like, <laughs> Shania Twain was brilliant. T- two thumbs up. Loved it. Mm. Loved the funny Twain station bit. Well done. Um, yeah, really good. And the chair joke. Two, two interesting podcasts for you to catch up on. One with a guy called Justin Caffrey, um, who has a very interesting story and uh, sad at times, very sad at times, but uh, kind of crazy as well. Um, 
uh, a kind of high flying businessman who kind of turned his life around and now teaches, you know, as kind of a life coach and is into, you know, spirituality and just very interesting. And Thank another you. one uh, was a girl called Renee. She uh, was born, I think, in Chicago. Uh, now lives, but she moved to Dublin when she was very young. But she is married to a woman called Audrey, so they are a same-sex couple, and they are married, and they have two girls. Um, and this is uh, something I wasn't aware of, but because of the laws in Ireland, the way they are, the way they're structured for married couples. Oh yes. So she, so they had IVF. So Renee is gave birth to the two girls. The eggs came from Audrey. Renee has all of the rights to the two girls. Audrey has zero. Like she is a legal stranger to her own two daughters that were born from her eggs uh, because of the way the laws are, which I just wasn't aware of. So it means that if anything happens to Renee, like God forbid, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. she, she has no rights to her own children. Isn't that mad? And that's been going on a long time. My brother, Nick, who we mentioned, one of his buddies, a guy called Mike Coffey, who won't mind me mentioning his name because he was on the Late Late Show, and I'm going to say 16 years ago, 17 years ago, mm. and he got a surrogate child. And, I mean, it was mad. He, They went uh, outside of the state to get the child, and I think, uh, from memory, they couldn't bring, him back, bring her back in. Mm. Or if they did bring her back in, they couldn't bring her back out because there was no passport, there was no mechanism and no legality surrounding who was responsible for what. It was just disgraceful. Yeah, I do think I remember that, actually. Yeah, we have some strange... Uh, and and I think it's because the, 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 the rights of the mother is so strong in Ireland. And it's probably going back to the influence of the, the church again, um, the way things are structured and the way we have our laws. But it also means that... So here's another thing for you. If you are... If you and, if you and I get married... Mm-hmm. And we have a child, like You're say for instance, to each other, to each other, yeah. yeah. And we have a child, and it's your sperm or my sperm or whatever. And we have a surrogate. Mm-hmm. We can. We have no rights. Like the mother has all of the rights, uh, more rights than us. Even though, like you, you and me could bring our son home, raise him. He could be. He he could turn twelve, and then the mother could decide. Oh, I want. I want that person, that child, as my own. I've decided. I've changed my mind. Well, Which is we kind of rough. Daughter, of course, as well. Other sexes are available. Yes, of course. Yeah, but uh, yeah. but uh, yeah. So anyway, this, that's an interesting uh, conversation that you could you, you you might you will catch up on hopefully. Yes, I've seen them on Twitter. Um, that couple talking about the two children. Yes. Mm, mm. Oh wow. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, I will listen. I I will definitely listen. Um, I do like your podcasts. Oh, it's not bad. Yeah. We've worked. We're getting there. Jesus. We're getting there. What? Listen to your podcast. Are you fucking? Are you? Is there something wrong with you? You are an absolute dickhead. I hate you. Why would I listen to your podcast? Like asking Danny Dyer to listen to your podcast. Who's he? The Irish fella sitting about there. Free stools. Oh, I want a fucking stool, man. Three legs. Three legs and a fucking stool. Fuck. Fuck off. Yes, not in a fucking Queen Vic. Get I love, out of my pub. I do like watching him doing the, what's the TV show? Is The Wall or something? Have you watched him doing that? Oh, God. Don't and get he, me started on those TV shows. Your man, oh. the chef, is about to do one as well, isn't he? Who? Um, Gordon um, Ramsay? Yeah. Is he? Yeah, he was on Graham wow. Norton last night talking about it, and he's just, oh, God. 
<gasps> right, let's not get into that. We can do that no. another day. We'll talk about. We'll it. review it because it's on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday on BBC this okay, week. Okay, great. We'll watch it and review it next week. Great, perfect. Well, well done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well done, Mike. I always remember to do everything you tell me. <laughs> See you later, man. Good luck. Oh, I forgot Thank to you. press record. Oh, Shit. <laughs> I never asked him why he was playing uh, Never Forget by Take That. Never forget where you're coming from. I was watching something. Was I watching? It was probably a TikTok video. And they were talking about the songs of 1995. Was it a bit 1995? I really should have this information correct before I start talking. But it was basically the year that Oasis released Don't Look Back in Anger and... Uh, it was def- uh, What's the Story Morning Glory so that would have been 95 wouldn't it their second album uh-huh. anyway and it was the same year um, Never Forget was out and Back for Good so that must have been was that the year then that Take That well Robbie left Take That and he released his cover of George Michael Freedom anyway I thought it was a remarkable year for music all you know considering pop music popular music you know don't 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 go all muso on me and say hey kid come on jesus christ you know but the kids don't they don't remember like we talk about david bowie and we talk about bruce and we talk about prince and like you have to realize the 90s from our gen our kids is like our 60s 70s you know us banging on about bowie and fucking bruce and you know Prince and whatever the hell is it's like our mum and dad banging on about Nana Muscori Elvis you know you know you can't argue with young people and say oh my god the Beatles were the greatest because that's like when your dad said to you like Elvis was the best fairly sure that's how it is now just be careful with that that's all I'm saying just be aware that that's what's going on here um, keep abreast of the music. Find out what your children listen to. I love um, my my son likes like kind of I suppose I'd call it like hip hop, but uh, he listens to that kind of music, rap, a lot of rap. But it's probably like drill or can't even think of the names of how how that rap is described. Uh, that type of hip hop music. I think drill would be a fair word, way to describe it. And then I'm all, often always trying to get them to listen to like Ice Cube and you know old school but that is there again that's like me my dad trying to get me to listen to um, you know Big Tom although Big Tom was a legend anyway I don't know what I'm talking about uh, I'm just rambling on I hope you enjoyed the chat with me and Mike we will have another one every Monday as we do uh, as I said Mike has agreed to talk about his own we're going to do a male fertility special with Mike talking about his uh, experiences and uh, really looking forward to that that will be coming soon so put that in your diary uh, thanks for listening um, if you enjoyed the podcast if you're new to the podcast please subscribe if you haven't subscribed already please do please tell your friends about the podcast share it on social media if you if there's an episode you enjoy please please share it on social media it's a great way to get in, getting the podcast out there and uh, if you view the podcast if you give us a five star rating that would be fantastic and as I said, if you want to uh, fund, <laughs> if you want to fund our cartoon, 
uh, there is a supporters link in the description of the podcast where you can just leave us a few quid um, and that will be that money will go towards creating this cartoon the more the merrier if you give us if, we, if you give us a hundred grand we will make a film you know what I mean that's the that's the crack with that anyway uh that's all, I think. I think I've said everything. Thanks for listening, as always. Hope you have a good evening. And uh, mind how you go. Stand by the wall. And mind the buses, as Terence used to say. Well done. Congrat- congratulations. Congratulations. Well done. Talk to you soon. Take care. Goodbye. Uh, actually, one thing that Sean Downey, who's on the other podcast that I put up this evening, he said he was going to work on a sign-off for me, because I don't really have a sign-off. It's a bit awkward. So. Looking forward to that, Sean. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Hang on till I just see if I can... uh turn my camera back on so what's your what are you going to do today Mike what's the plan Um, eat drink and be merry I think good enjoy recording I'm always recording but I can stop if you want no you're okay I just thought I just thought this was going to be one of those sort of so who's your man you were talking about in the car (laughs) (laughs) planning for your next trip Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.